Today is Wednesday, August 11th, 2021. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we do a full rundown on the Knoxville Nationals, including the purse, the format, who to watch, some win predictions, and a lot more. We've also got some news from Max Blair, last night's Short Track Super Series results, and new podcast episodes. Before we dive in, if you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and hit those follow and notification buttons, depending on where you consume this. Make sure to follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Don't forget, DirtTracker.com has a bunch more cool dirt racing stuff. Now, let's get going. The long wait is finally over. After two years since the last running of the race, the Knoxville Nationals are back tonight to begin the 60th edition of the event. With all of the COVID issues in 2020, we still had racing at Knoxville during this week, but it wasn't the Nationals. So David Gravel is still the defending champion of the race back from 2019. Since 2006, We've had 14 Knoxville Nationals, but only five different winners in that span. Donnie Schatz won 10 of them, with Tim Schaefer winning in 2010, Jason Johnson winning in 2016, Brad Sweet in 2018, and David Gravel in 2019. The competition in 2020 will be fierce, and there are a number of drivers who could win this year's race. Over a million dollars in purse money will be paid out over the next four nights, with Saturday's feature uh, feature winner taking home $150,000. On top of that, drivers that lead laps in the feature will also get $1,000 per lap. So if the winner was able to lead all 50, they would win an additional 50 grand on top of the 150 for the win. So up to 200 possible for the win. The Wednesday and Thursday night prelim features are 12,000 to win and 1,000 to start. So they're nice paying shows already. And just making the Saturday feature will pay $10,000, which is equivalent to winning a standard outlaw show. There are also extra awards on the line, including Rookie of the Year, The Pole, Mr. Sprint, Throwback, and Best Appearing Car and Crew. The name of the game for the next two nights is accumulating as many points as possible. Drivers will hot lap, qualify, run heats, a C main, B main, and the feature. The top 50 in qualifying make the night's heat races with the rest of the cars being placed in last chance heats. That is if necessary, depending on car count. The top eight in those last chance heats will then fill the back of the C-Main. All heats will have the top eight inverted with the top four finishers going to the feature, fifth through eighth to the B-Main, and ninth and tenth going to the C. From there, the top four finishers from the C go to the tail of the B, and the top four from the B go to the tail of the A. Points are awarded for qualifying, heat finish, and feature finish. A perfect prelim night score is 500. After Wednesday and Thursday, the top 16 in combined points are then locked into the Saturday night A-Main. Teams 17th through 26th in points are in the first 10 spots in the B-Main. The rest of the field will come back to race on Friday night. Friday is split field qualifying, six heats, a C, two Bs, and a 25-lap feature. The top four finishers from the Friday feature will earn the last four starting positions in the Saturday night A-Main. And for Knoxville Nationals Saturday, we will run the alphabet uh, and the car count kind of depends or, you know, the the, the mains depend on how many cars we have uh, in the field on Saturday. Laps vary by the main with the top four from each tagging the tail of the next event. The top four finishers in the B main earn starting spots 17 through 20 for the 50 lap finale. Those 24 drivers then battle it out for 50 laps for the Knoxville Nationals trophy. Don't forget there is traditionally a fuel stop near halfway where teams can not only add fuel but also make adjustments. At last check last night, we had 49 cars on the uh, preliminary entry list for each of the prelim nights. So that puts us right about 98 total for the week. 
The field tonight includes Logan Schuhart, David Gravel, James McFadden, Zeb Wise, Spencer Baston, Donnie Schatz, Sheldon Hoddenshield, Geo Selzy, Corey Eliason, Danny Dietrich, Anthony Macri, Justin Peck, and more. Thursday will feature Tyler Courtney, Kerry Madsen, Brian Brown, Rico Abreu, Darren Pittman, Carson Macedo, Brad Sweet, Kyle Larson, Shane Stewart, Casey Kane, and others. We've talked some in recent weeks about possible win picks for this week, and I do have some numbers today to take a look at. Back through the 2018 season, I have 20 outlaw races at Knoxville in the DirtTracker.com database. In that span, Kyle Larson has the best feature finish average sitting at 2.75. In nine appearances, his worst finish was a sixth in the B-Main on a prelim night in 2019. His feature finishes are 3rd, 3rd, 10th, 1st, 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 2nd, 1st. Larson didn't race on Saturday of the Nationals in 2019, and his most recent Nationals feature appearance was that 2018 race when he finished 3rd behind Brad Sweet and Donnie Schatz and led 2 laps. David Gravel is next in Knoxville average finish, sitting at 5.13. He has 5 wins in recent years, including the 2019 title but wasn't super impressive with the Outlaws back in June with finishes of 7th and 11th. He'll be looking to build on that Capitani Classic win from last Sunday. Filling out the rest of the top 5 in average finish are Logan Schuhart at 5.56, Carson Macedo at 6.0, and Brad Sweet at 6.69. All have won at Knoxville in the past, and all will be tough to beat this week. We talked about Carson Macedo's growing prowess on big tracks, and his weekend sweep at Knoxville back in June was an eye-opener. He leads the Outlaws with six wins on half-mile tracks in 2021. Looking at a win pick for Saturday, the DirtTracker.com analytics prediction formula favors Kyle Larson. His past wins there and recent success make him an easy pick not only for fans, but also the formula. Gravel, Sweet, Shots, Shoehart, and Macedo trail in win chances from the formula. I also think you need to throw Kerry Madsen in the mix for a possible winner. He's been very good in that Tony Stewart Racing 14 this season including a recent all-star win at Knoxville. Brian Brown is much improved in recent weeks with Danny Lasoski now spinning the wrenches there. I think Shelton Hoddenshield could get hot and be up towards the front. And I'd also take a look at guys like Corey Eliason, Tyler Courtney, Geo Selzy, and Derek Pittman. Eliason was strong at the Cappy. Courtney has already shown this season he can win on the big stage, and Geo won the 360 Nationals last weekend. Uh... For Pittman, I think him driving for Kevin and Jordan Swindell, he's looked really good lately. He nearly won the 360 Nationals last weekend and was fast again at Oski on Monday. Drop me a comment below or on social and let me know who you're picking this week. Do you think it will be one of the usual suspects or are you looking for somebody else entirely? Let me know. Talked yesterday on the show about the Roth 83 car and we found out for certain yesterday that Casey Kane will drive the car for the rest of the week. He finished fifth at Oski on Monday, and while I don't think he'll be a win threat for Knoxville, he should give that car a good run over the next few days. Another fun thing about Knoxville that was on display yesterday was all the special paint schemes. I've already seen and shared some on the show, but yesterday we got to see unveils for Carson Macedo, Shark Racing, Sheldon Hoddenshield, and Corey Eliason. Macedo is running a really cool gold paint scheme that features Jason, uh, Jason Johnson's 2016 victory on the hood. The Shark Racing cars are both throwbacks for Bobby Allen and his 1990 Knoxville win. Sheldon's car is a throwback to his car his dad drove. Actually, that's the wrong button right there. Uh, to his dad drove and is super wild looking with all of the kind of colored lightning bolt scheme on it. And then Corey Eliason uh, went with the white scheme with the blue stripes and accents. I think the car is really sharp. And if you aren't watching this, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, jump over to the Outlaw Twitter account at Word of Outlaws. They retweeted and have pictures of a lot of these paint schemes from yesterday. 
sounds like there's going to be a few more paint schemes unveiled uh, today as well. There are things happening all day today around the Knoxville Nationals, but things get serious at 2 p.m. Central Time with the pit gates opening. From there, the grandstands open at 5.30 and hot laps get underway at 7.15. If you aren't attending the Knoxville Nationals, Dirt Vision has the live stream all week long. In a release from the series yesterday, it was revealed that Pennsylvania's Max Blair is planning to join the World of Outlaws Late Model Series full-time in 2022 for a rookie run. Blair has been recently racing for Sean Martin and Viper Motorsports after that team's split with Daryl Lanigan. Blair is a regular with the ULMS Racing Series, where he currently leads the point standings with 10 wins in 2021. He's also been a winner with the Outlaws three times in his career, including most recently at Lernerville in June of 2020. Blair has made nine Outlaw starts this season with a best finish of third at State Line. In total, he has two top fives and six top tens, including a sixth last weekend at Cedar Lake in the USA Nationals finale. Through the rest of the season, Blair will continue running with the ULMS, but does plan on hitting more outlaw races to try and build a notebook for next season. If it does end up happening, Blair would be a solid addition to the outlaw lineup and could easily be in line for Rookie of the Year. He's been a very good regional guy, and with what we've seen already from him in the past and this season, he shouldn't have any problem being up to speed pretty quickly. For more on the story, check out wordofoutlaws.com. With the Short Track Super Series last night at Woodhole Raceway, it was Matt Shepard taking home the $5,500 winner's check. Danny Johnson and Andy Bacchetti led laps early, but Shepard took control on lap 15 of 55 and drove away to the win. Bacchetti and Anthony Perego tried to track him down late in lap traffic, but Shepard was able to beat them back to the checkered. Shepard's win will see him extend his North Region points lead over Perego with only three races remaining in 2021. Woodhull looks like a fun little racetrack. I was actually surprised. Very paperclip-like uh, with the straightaways and then super tight high bank corners. You can check out the highlights and the race replay from last night over on Flow Racing. If you'd like to listen to other Dirt Racing podcast episodes this week, there is plenty to check out. Wing Nation has Kendra Jacobs. Open Red has Danny Lasoski. Loud Pedal has Kevin Thomas Jr. Stick Signals has Dennis Erb Jr. The Rigsby Report has Steve Francis. Suave Talk has Michael Rigsby. Forward Bite has Wade Knowles. Passing Points has Kyle Clark. TJ Slideways has Parker Price Miller and Caleb Hart. And there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters, Dirt Nerds, Dirt from Knoxville, Quick Time, and Wednesdays with Wayne. To see the full list of podcasts and episodes, hit up dirttracker.com slash podcasts. And there are four shows on the streaming schedule for today. The opening night of the Knoxville Nationals is live on Dirt Vision. Float Racing has action uh, from the Action Track USA and Flow 24-7. And Speed Sport has weekly racing from Buena Vista. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Wednesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.